Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Intuitive Transformations with your host, Sylvia Henderson, and discover tools, wisdom, and inspiration that will empower you to transform your life. Sylvia is an intuitive life coach and energy healer with a growing practice that is focused on empowering others to be more of who they want to be. For the next hour, join Sylvia and explore and unravel anything in the way of you creating the life that you would love to live on the OM Times Radio Network. Hello and welcome to the Intuitive Transformations radio show, where you will find tools you can use to change and transform your life every Wednesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern on the OM Times radio network, the voice of consciousness at ohmtimes.com. This is Sylvia Henderson, your host, and I'm an intuitive life coach and an energy healer. If you would like to learn more about me and the work that I do, please visit my website at intuitivetransformations.net. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter and you'll receive a special gift from me to you. Again, my website is intuitivetransformations.net. Well, today I have a show for you that you will want to download, save, and share with others because we are going to talk with Mary Flora Tomiato, the author of Money, Manifestation, and Miracles. You are going to love this show as we tap into insightful information and solutions that can positively transform your financial experience and your life. So pull up a chair and get comfortable because this is going to be a really great show. As I mentioned, Mary Flor uh, Toniato is the author of Money, Manifestation and Miracles, a guide to transforming women's relationships with money. She is the CEO and founder of Power with Soul. Mary Flor specializes in helping ambitious female entrepreneurs, professionals and leaders to reach financial prosperity and success while fulfilling their social promise in the world. Her work has been featured internationally in media outlets such as Yahoo Finance, Washington Post, International Business Times, Los Angeles Times, and many more. And she is here joining us today. Mary Floor, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Sylvia. I'm so excited to be with you. Well, I am really excited to have you here because I love your book. I wish your book had been written about eight years ago and that I had been able to read it way back then because it really would have been a huge game changer for me. Um, you know, I get to read a book a week for the show. And with that said, I am really impressed with what you offer in your book. Um, I loved 
every page of it. And I hope that our listeners will be sure to grab a copy today because they will not be disappointed in what you offer. You've really hit every note that needed to be hit. You covered every nuance from every angle, which when it comes to money and finances and our emotional connection and relationship with finances and money, especially women. And I really appreciate that you offer sound advice and guidance that's fun and easy to implement. And also these wonderful transformative exercises that allow your readers to uncover what's really underneath their money story and more importantly, how they can change it from the inside out. So I just wanna say to you in front of everyone listening, (laughs) thank you so much for writing this book. I really hope that it empowers an army of women to transform their relationship with money. Oh my goodness, Sylvia, thank you so much. uh, That's just such an incredible kind uh thing to say and i i loved writing it as you can tell in on the pages absolutely it just flows beautifully you know it really inspired me to actually work through the book and the exercises because i could just see so much benefit so much truth in it it's so divinely authored and led and i just love it and i do talk about books every week And I have to tell you, there's something really special about this book. So those of you who are listening, before we even get any further, I want you to go to Amazon.com and get Money, Manifestation and Miracles because it will change your life. So first, let's talk about what is unique about the relationship that women typically have with money versus the relationship that men typically have with money. Well, first of all, what's so fascinating here, um, Sylvia, is the fact that we all have a relationship with money, both women and men. And I think I said this to you beforehand, I'm actually really surprised that while this is written for women, men are really loving it as well. They're finding so much value in it as well. But I really wrote this book because of the fact that for women, money, we have an extra unique relationship with money. Because for men, money is a very straightforward. It is actually from point A to point B using it as a tool. But for us, what's really interesting as women is we have this other layered complexities, if you will, in the fact that it's very much connected to our emotions, money is. And so we bring our perceptions of meaning, of connections, of relationships layered onto our emotions with money. And so, you know, um, for women, we are very more likely to take into consideration how we can help others and share what we have through money. And that's not to say that men aren't generous. It's just the innate nature of women that we do this. And I think this is just so um, unique. And the fact that I say a key message in the book is that when women are empowered with money, they become difference makers because they're not only gonna change their lives for the better, but what they're gonna do is they're going to change 
their families' lives and their communities at large. And it's research shows that 90% of every, uh, 90 cents of every dollar that women earn, they will give it back to their family, health, education, and nutrition. And so I'm so happy that this book is out there now because that's what we want to do. We want women to be um, difference makers and they can use money as a platform and as a tool to help them do that. You know, I, I love that we're having this conversation because for many women, money is a way that we, is a tool that we can use to extend our love to others in a material way. And I love how you speak about how as women are become more empowered in money, that they do become difference makers, change makers in the yeah. world, really. That's, yeah, exactly. That's very empowering. Very so what occurred in your life's journey that brought you to focus on helping others to transform their relationship with money? You know, Sylvia, it's one of these stories where we teach best what we most need to learn. And what happened for me in my uh, 20s, I left a very challenging marriage and I had a baby girl to support and to make a good life for ourselves and and to give her an amazing future and to really um, not be, um, you know, just really living our dreams. And in those moments, I remember those were such difficult moments for me because I was basically living from paycheck to paycheck. And I, I would go to bed some nights really fearing, okay, is that rent check going to bounce or is it going to go through? And I really hope it goes through. And in those moments when I was feeling really, really um, low, I remember thinking to myself that if I was ever in a position to help women feel empowered, especially with money, that I would do it. And I never, I didn't even know what that could look like because I, you know, I was living from paycheck to paycheck. But yet I felt like this, there was this divine download in terms of my calling that I was meant to have a platform later in life to do that. But I didn't know when that was going to happen. And so over the years, I reinvented my life and uh, I became a very successful um, leader in, in corporate and I, you know, that came with a lot of the bells and whistles of success. And yet, um, you know, 15 years into it, I was burned out. I was really not feeling like I was, um, even though I, it was such a, a, a fulfilling career at early on, it wasn't that way anymore for me. And so I really wanted to get back to my roots and start working with people to help them realize their dreams and their goals. And, uh, you know, I had gone through a certification and training as a coach. And so I started working with women and sooner or later, what would happen, Sylvia, is that they would, we would start talking about money and it was either a source of worry or fear, or it was something that was going to stop them and hold them back. And I started to see this pattern over and over again. And that even if, even if the woman is very successful, there's this a lot of the self uh, doubt and, and fear going on. And so I started to develop programs and trainings around women and money. 
And then I saw that more and more started coming to me and even younger um, girls like, you know, at the age of 15 wanted to learn how they can empower their relationship with money. And then I thought, you know what, I remember that promise I made so long ago that if I was ever in a position to do something to help women, I would do it. And so this is how the book came to be. Wow. You know, I love it when it isn't it interesting that usually something beautiful comes out of adversity. <laughs> that really has oh, yeah. been the storyline here for you. So exactly. Yeah. Wow. What a wonderful mission to have. And, um, you know, what I love about your book is that, you know, and it shows from what you just shared that you have worked with individuals as young as teenage young women yeah. into older women and, you know, as well as older women, and you've been able to meet them all where they are at. And that is really what I found in reading your book as well. It doesn't matter where you are socially, um, how old you are, or even gender, because I know it's written for women, but it yeah. appeals to men as well. There is something in here for you that will help you. And what I really appreciate about your book, which I shared earlier before we even started the interview, is that you don't stop short. You really do give the full banquet to people so that they can actually go to your book and actually experience a positive outcome as a result of utilizing the exercises and, your, and um, implementing your insight and guidance. And one of the things you talk about um, is keeping a money gratitude journal. And for those of you who have heard gratitude journal over and over and over again, please don't shut down because <laughs> this is different. You know, <laughs> this is really different. You know, can you talk a little bit about why that's important to do and what that would look like? Sure. Um, well, first of all, as you say, a lot of people are familiar with uh, gratitude journals, and they probably even tried having one. And I wanted to, this initially came out of the fact that I wanted to feel very abundant in my life, and I wanted to help my clients feel abundant in their lives. And so I came up with this idea of what if I could put together how we're gratitude for the wealth and the abundance and the Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Money that can come into our lives. What if we played that game instead of the scarcity game when we get really nervous, you know, that we we may not have enough? And so I started playing that game from a place of the fact that 
understanding one of the laws of the universe, which I know you know, uh, Sylvia, is that what you focus on grows. So how about we focus on the positive and that we can focus on the good and the abundance that can come into our lives? And so a money gratitude journal is just that. Every day, you can write as little or as, as, as much as you want in terms of you observing in your external world the abundance, the wealth, the prosperity, and, and the money that can come into your life. And that can start from, you know, like flexing your muscles, I, I call it. You know, you're flexing your money gratitude uh, muscle where you start to notice, first of all, one time I got a um, a free coffee at at the um, at the at, at, at the restaurant, and I thought that was just fantastic because I won it, you know. So then, you know, there's things like gift cards. When people give you gift cards, that's actually you know a sign from the universe that you are becoming more abundant, and abundance is around you. And it can go from that little to I'm talking about like if, if you're um, in business. Uh, going into six and seven figure contracts and being in a position to be able to receive that. And so it can start very small, but depending on your investment in it, in terms of your energy and of your emotion and of your vibration, you will attract the same type of abundance that you want and more. And that's why I start people on that and you know, I started doing that, uh, and I still do it to this day. I don't do it every day now uh, because now I'm I'm in a place where I can think about it and it actually shows up, which it's very very wonderful. But that all takes day to day practice and and feeling excited. There's something about being um, in joy that we see children. You know, just like playing and loving things and being in the moment. And so much good can come to you, including money. I love that. So, you know, and where I struggled with gratitude journals initially, um, actually for a very long time, was it was too global. What I love about focusing on noticing those incremental um, rewards and blessings financially that are coming your way allows more of that to happen in your life. Um, we're going to continue this conversation when we return after the break. Please stay tuned for more of Money, Manifestation, and Miracles with my guest, Mary Flor Toniato. We'll be back in just a moment. The future of Internet radio is here. Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose, to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free, ascendinghearts.com. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of Om Times Magazine's flagship radio show, What is Going On? My passion is sifting through information, research, and innovations from new thought teachers, speakers, and researchers, pushing back the boundaries of what we know about life, energy, metaphysics, and the universe. I love shifting perceptions about who we are, why we're here, and how quickly impossible becomes normal 
when we open our minds, expand our awareness, and accept that the only limits that exist are those we place upon ourselves. So if you're the kind of forward-thinking, eager investigator of what lies beyond the current reality that most perceive, why not make a date to come play with me in the field of possibilities at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time every Thursday, and together we can discover what's really going on. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back. This is Sylvia Henderson. You're listening to the Intuitive Transformations radio show on OMTimes.com. And today I am speaking with Mary Flor Toniato, author of Money, Manifestation and Miracles, A Guide to Transforming Women's Relationship with Money. And before we went into the break, uh, Mary Flor was talking about the Money Gratitude Journal and how important it is to step out of the scarcity game and start playing the abundance game. It's re really like a scavenger hunt for your mind to notice where money is coming into your life. Even something as what you might not think is very significant, like a, somebody gifting you a cup of coffee or paying for your dinner or, um, you know, people have paid it for where they paid the toll over the toll bridge for the cars behind them and you being the receiver of that and recognizing that and noticing that because whatever you focus on it really does expand it is a universal law and one of the things you talk about in your book uh, Mary Floor, are um, the 12 universal and spiritual laws of money and financial prosperity um, yes I love that yeah yeah, I do too. So which of those 12 universal and spiritual laws have you found that women tend to struggle um, to align with the most? Well, that's a really uh, good question because I think it would it have to, something to do with the law of giving and receiving. Mm. Because as women, we are nurturers by nature and we don't have to fight that. That is you know, innate within us. And sometimes, though, I do see that women can give, give, and give, and they have a hard time either receiving or they give too much to the point that they become depleted and then secretly start resenting it. And that never, that doesn't, that energy kind of cancels itself out, right? It and does. so, and so the law of giving and receiving is the fact that we know that there are many ways to give, whether you can, you know, you're sharing your, your time or giving your time and sharing your talents and um, even through the spiritual practice of tithing. So giving and donating 10% of your income, which by the way, if you are able to be in a position to do that, I mean, the 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 more of the um 
the wealth that will come into your life is, is incredible because I, I have witnessed it personally. Now, the other thing about um, what's beautiful, really, if we can understand this, is that when we give, it really creates a vacuum for an opportunity for us to receive. And so really what happens is when we're giving, really what, what it is, if we're able to open ourselves up to receive, that we, when we give, we're opening the way for us to have what it is that we most need at the time that we most need it. And so it's really interesting. So when you give to somebody else, something good will come to you at some point in time. It's like being part of the full circle of abundance. Now, you may not get it, receive it, something from that person, or you may not even receive something at that same time. But the point is, it's almost like banking all of your good with the universe because it will come back to you. And at some point in time and in the form that you most need it. And so, you know, Sylvia, really for, for us as women, giving and receiving, it, we have to be able to learn how to balance that for ourselves. Yeah, I, you know, I totally agree with you. I find that um, for myself, as well as some of my clients and friends, that the receiving part tends to be um, the challenge. Um, I have historically in the past been an overgiver, I have to confess, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, yeah. I'm learning to create the balance and um, I've come quite a distance as a result. And so I really enjoyed reading that section of your book because it was very empowering to step into not just the giving, but also the receiving aspect of, of that whole universal law. Because yeah. there, are, there are individuals, they'll say, no, thank you. You know, um, no, please don't do, you know, you don't have to do that for me. And so we'll push away the opportunities that the universe gives to us to experience the energy of receiving because they're both well, equally yeah. necessary. Absolutely. They are equally necessary. And what's really interesting, I even find that people have a hard time and sometimes women have a hard time even saying you're welcome. When somebody says, thank you so much for XXX, sometimes I hear, no problem, or uh, no worries. Yeah, that, not a problem. Of course it wasn't a problem. Um, just say and, and bring that. What, what they're really doing is opening an opportunity for you to feel abundant within yourself. And so just accept it and just receive it. Or even, you know, when somebody pays you a compliment, just say, oh, thank you, right? Because uh, yeah. as women, sometimes we say, oh, oh, you didn't have to say that, or how kind, or yeah, that that is true, that was kind of them. But the point is, is that it opens the way for you to, again, to receive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It really does. It really, really does. Um, so you offer in your book a process called Core Manifestation Process. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about what that is? Sure. Well, the Core Manifestation Process, I just call it sometimes a Core Manifesting Process, but what that is is over the years, I have 
learned so much and amassed so much information and teachings from other uh, leaders and and uh, who have really understood the the secrets of wealth and abundance and you know living a fulfilled life. And what I did, Sylvia, is I put those together and I just put like a four step system that you can use with anything. You can use it with money. You can use it with any area of your life. All you have to do is have the desire to, to want something, you know, and, and that it really comes into to being for you. So, so what it is, is that, again, it's like building a muscle. You want to start with something small and then you, as you become more confident because you're seeing the results, then you can start to um, call in bigger things. So the, the, the four steps are sound very simple, but they're not that easy to do. But here they are. <laughs> the, the four steps are, number one, get clear and ask the universe for what you want. Now, many times we get really upset that something doesn't come to pass but we may not have been very clear on exactly what that is that we wanted in the first place. Because you know when sometimes we'll say, if you ever ask somebody sometimes, well, what is it that you really want? And sometimes the answer is, you know what? I don't know. I'm not really sure. And so don't you don't want to start off the system that way. You want to be really crystal clear on what it is that you desire. And then number two, visualize receiving what it is that you desire and that it's already come to pass. And so the thing about visualization is a lot of people may sometimes say, you know, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But when I close my eyes, I can't really see anything. And that's okay. You can do something like a vision board, which a lot of people will tend to do so that they can actually start to, to connect a feeling with that um, combination of that visual. And then number three, and I think this is really tough for people, is to release the outcome and practice non-attachment. And number four is to take aligned actions, including taking actions to prepare to receive what it is that you desire. And with those four steps, Sylvia, I have been able to call in, and my clients as well, so many things into their lives, whether it be relationships, 
whether it be a marriage, where, whether it be a, a new business or writing a book, becoming an author, whatever the case, um, it's really uh, something that can be very, very effective. And, you know, once you start trying it out, you'll be able to kind of perfect each of those steps for what what really um, is is very natural in terms of your way of being. Yeah, you know what I love about what you said is that these are four simple steps, but they're not that easy to implement. <laughs> yeah. So right, yeah, because yeah. That, even that very first one, you're right. So often you'll ask someone, well, what do you really want? And they're grasping. They're not sure. Yeah. They don't have real good clarity on that. And so you really do have to get clear on what you want. And you offer some steps to help people really identify what do you what's really important what do you really want and yeah. then also um how to let go of uh, being attached to the outcome that is probably the most challenging thing i think that um everyone <laughs> faces but you also offer yeah. some really wonderful tools for how to get there and so i know yeah. for many of those who are listening and have listened to my show for a while or similar shows you already know about these four steps but maybe you mm -hmm. haven't been successful with them and so what i do appreciate about your book mary floor is that you do offer some tools for getting to success with those simple four yep. steps that are yeah exactly powerful. and one of yep. the things i really appreciated that you touched on too was affirmations not just affirmations but how to make them effectual and how to get them to work for you because quite often people will think well i'm just going to affirm i'm a millionaire well everything within your <laughs> mm -hmm. energy system says well that's a load of crap you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. you know so you you do speak about affirmations as an important manifesting tool but you also offer some tools or tips for how to use them, you know, effectively. And so just for those who are listening, can you just kind of share a couple of um, bits of advice about what a good affirmation should look like? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, affirmations are what we're trying to do with affirmation is we're trying to, to get into our subconscious a new way and a new pattern of thinking and, and being that we have to first start within ourselves and that we can start to see externally um, start to come to pass in our external world. So affirmations, first of all, you want to create affirmations that are really simple and in the present tense and so that you can easily repeat them. And so something like I am happy healthy and wealthy. I had a client that kept repeating that over and over again, and that made her feel really, really good. And it, I'm not saying that this is, you know, um, it has to be the only thing that you do, but it can really help you in moments when you're really feeling some doubt. And what you're trying to do is reframe that and reach for the next best emotion. And so if this can help you, and you could even make a little game out of it, a little song out of it, you know. Um, so that could be very helpful. And the other thing is make sure that the affirmation is positive and it's in the present tense as if it were happening in the moment. And, and that's something that you can actually truly believe in, even if it feels like a stretch for you. 
Now, when you said, um, Sylvia, about talking about saying I'm now a millionaire, and yet the, there's a you're out of alignment uh, within your situation, that maybe that's not the right one for you to do at the moment. Because what, what your subconscious will say, let's say you're having a hard time um, paying rent or paying bills, to say I am now a millionaire may really be too much of a stretch. And so you may have to stair step it at, the, at, the, at some point in time. And not to say that that can't be in the future, but you have to also be realistic because our our subconscious is also very, very smart. And um, the energy in terms of your emotion and the um, your mindset just isn't in alignment at the moment. It's not con congruent, if you will. And so you have to use affirmations that can stair step your feeling of 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 abundance. I, I totally agree because otherwise it it will almost elicit fear within you and a lot of self-doubt that <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like putting fire in the wrong direction by uh, yeah. making that affirmation uh, outside of what you can even consciously conceive as a possibility. So yeah. what, what are some of the emotional roadblocks that women tend to have when it comes to money, since you brought up emotions and mindsets? Yeah, well, for sure, there's four, the, the four key ones. There's many more, but the four key ones that I really talk about in the book is um, fear. And fear can come in many forms, uh, usually with the fear of not having enough. And there was this really interesting uh, women in power study done in the U.S. Uh, a few years back, and with they found that women in households making over two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand, still reported that at some point in time they really fear that one day they might become bag ladies and lose it all. So you know that I found that very fascinating. So fear is is. Um, either not having enough or losing it if you have it. Then the other one is the feeling of guilt, which women can have um, a lot of, especially if you're somebody who's very much of a nurturer. You feel guilty that you may have something and other people don't have it, so you may want to overcompensate and start to, to give in ways that um, just so that you can unload that feeling of guilt. And the other one is, the third one is shame. Now, shame really cuts to the core of believing that you are lovable or that you deserve. And um, and sometimes it can really cut to the core of, of just not being good enough. And so, the, you know, sometimes you will see this displayed when, when we have different types of failure, especially around money, when, you know, maybe have lost it in something or took a risk in business, whatever the case may be. But that can be a deep one for women and, and men as well. And then the last one I would say is anger. Now, anger could be anything related to being angry at someone related to, to money or not even related to money because what I've also found, Sylvia, is that what sometimes can get in the way of our being more prosperous is having the energy of anger. Mm. Because 
it really it can pull you down because that you're you're churning all that energy of anger into something else rather than reframing it and refocusing your attention to something much more positive uh, and yeah. so in we're, well mary floor you know what that means we're going to go into a break <laughs> So when we come back, we'll finish this discussion about how anger can lead to resentment and even unforgiveness and how that can impact you financially. Uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Please stay tuned for more of Intuitive Transformations on OwnTimes.com. The cutting edge of conscious radio, Own Times Radio, IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Intuitive Transformations on OMTimes.com. And today, my guest is Mary Flora Toniato, author of Money, Manifestation, and Miracles. Uh, so, Mary Flora, before we went to the break, you were just uh, closing your thought on um, anger as being an emotional roadblock that women tend to have when it comes to money. Um, and before we went to the break, I, I mentioned something about how, yeah, that would lead right into resentment, which then is another word for unforgiveness. And I had even heard that when you have um, unforgiveness, that it's difficult to create money freely. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, this is one of the, the reasons why, uh, Sylvia, that I actually put together a um, forgiveness exercise in the book because which which people can download um and there's a link once you purchase the book there's a link to it and i have to say that it is really i've i've practiced that myself um and i have had clients that have practiced it that i tell you one client said to me that when she practiced that forgiveness exercise she said it was like she had never slept so well in in years because it just took a lot of the energy and 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 um, off of her shoulders and off of her heart and soul and her mind and and she was saying that I mean it, it comes in layers and it could be like peeling an onion too because 
you know, you're really identifying who am I angry and uh, who am I angry at and about money and what exactly am I angry about in terms of can you even remember? You know, what, what was the real, real genesis of that anger? Because sometimes it gets all because of emotions being tied to it, it can it can really spin out. And then you kind of forgot why you were really uh, what the core um, reason for that is. And so what's really good with this exercise is it forces you to really look at, you know, some of those things that you may have even con contributed to kind of perpetuating that anger, which would have come across, you know, as a roadblock for you in terms of having more abundance. Because what it does is when we're in a state of unforgiveness is we are not able to move on. Mm -hmm. We're like in the middle of a um, two doors that are open and we're right in the middle and there's like a draft in the middle. So you have to be willing to close the door behind you so you can move forward. And that's what, you know, it's a, that's very metaphoric, but that's really what it's like. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it makes a tremendous difference. I mean, it, and um, when you're harboring unforgiveness towards someone, especially if you can't even remember exactly what the incident <laughs> was yeah, yeah. to begin with, it's, you know, it's a little bit about wishing something negative on someone, but you actually experiencing it yourself. Because as yeah. you said, Mary Flora, it really does, it keeps you trapped. It keeps you stuck in your life. And it mm -hmm. limits your opportunity to really step into um, more opportunities and possibilities. Yeah. Well, I, you know, there's something very interesting. If I could share a, a quick story of one woman who told me something that had to do with anger. Do we have time? Yes. Yes, I believe we do. Yeah. Now, so there's this one woman that told me that for years, she was really resentful of her father because he um, he would give them allowance when they were when she was younger, her and her two brothers. And she always got less than her brothers. And when she um, asked why that was, her dad said, you know, don't worry, dear, they're going to be the breadwinners of their family, whereas you're not going to be. Wow. And so she was, yeah, so that in of itself was just like, wow, that led her to years of, of under earning, because she somehow believed her father, because, of course, she thought he had the best intention. And then over the years, when she didn't believe it anymore, instead of starting to release that, she held on to it and had anger and resentment towards her father for that statement. And yet she was the one that was habitually under earning. And so it was impacting her. And so she she did the uh, forgiveness exercise that's in the book. And she did it actually more than once because it was really deeply ingrained since childhood. And she really was able to move forward. Wow. You know, that's such a great example of whatever you believe to be true is going to be true for you doesn't yeah. mean it's in your highest and best good necessarily. <laughs> yeah, it really true. is just about you owning that. And when you have that anger towards someone, you're owning something as being true around that anger. 
And, yeah. and you just, that's a beautiful example of how that can manifest in one's life. Um, so speaking um, to the issue of how we develop our money stories, you know, how much of this comes from our early childhood and, and how we were raised? Oh, so much. There's a whole section in the book about uh, what what does my family have to do with this, you know. But it's so we're looking at it from a societal um, aspect here, Sylvia, because, you know, for, for years and years, I mean, really, it's only been in the last hundred years in in North America that women have really had access to money. So that's been, you know, and, and a lot of our sisterhood around the world still don't all have access to their own money. You know, so that's still um, happening. Then also it's from our uh, childhood in terms of how our families were with money. You know, like how did your, I often ask my, my clients, how, how did your mother or your father, um, but what did they think about money? How did they relate to money? And, and what kind of beliefs did they pass down to you that you at one point in time thought was true? You know, for me, it, it was always the, in, in my childhood, it was always that you have to work so, so hard and really, really hard to make good money. And so I played with that uh, that belief for years and years. And I, I mean, I would literally burn out, you know, because I thought that that's the case. Until one day I said, you know what, I can easily replace this thought with a new thought. And the new thought that I want is that I can make great money doing what I love with grace and ease. And then I thought, oh, my God, that whole emotion, that whole sense of being just really opened up the possibility and the expansiveness of what could actually happen for me. And that's exactly what ended up happening in my life, that um, that I no longer have that belief that that money can only come to you if you work hard, really, really hard for it. You know, and that is such a big belief held within the, the collective consciousness of, of so many people um, that that's the only way to make money is, is that it's hard, <laughs> you know, that yeah, it takes a that ton of hard. effort. And yet there's yeah. many people on the planet that have proven that's not necessarily true. But no. yet we've kind of bought into this other belief. And I love how you just shared, you know, you can change those beliefs that it's not impossible to do. Well, actually, Sylvia, it's actually quick, much quicker to do that than, than we think. Um, and, you know, if, if you are right now sitting here listening to us and thinking that that belief that I have around money is no longer serving you, me, then that's this is a perfect opportunity to, to reach for the next best thought. And you'll know if it's a good thought because your corresponding emotion will follow and you'll feel lighter about it. It'll feel more expansive and it'll feel like, huh, I like that feeling. So that's how you know that that next thought that you've reached for is the one that uh, is, is kind of stair-stepping to the next level for you. Yeah, and, and what people really need to understand who are listening is that just making that incremental change will change the whole trajectory of your life. 
It really does. It may not seem like if you're facing a big financial challenge right now in your life that just changing my thought is going to fix my finances. You know, yes, there's a buffer of time <laughs> to transition yes. out of where you are right now into a new, more expansive space of financial freedom, but stay consistent with it and you will begin to see more and more opening and less resistance to financial flow in your life. So Mary Flora, I know we're running, we're not out of time yet, but I wanna make sure people know how to find you on the internet because you do offer classes and workshops, so just kind of what your schedule might be so that individuals who either wanna work with you one-on-one -on -one or just uh, you know stay connected with your community um, how can people do that yes well they can come and visit my website at maryfloor.co so that's m-e-r-i-f-l-o-r dot c-o and when you get to that website, there's going to be a link for you to find the book. And when you purchase a book, come on back to that link because I also have an audio gift that's a download on the power of practicing gratitude. And that's eight practices that I include in there that can really shift your, your level of abundance. And also on that same website, um, you're going to find ways of working with me, whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, if you want to take this further. Um, there's also ways of, you know, some of my events and my workshops. And I really, um, my whole platform, Sylvia, is about empowering women to claim their wealth and rise as a force for good in the world. And so whether that is helping them to accept and have more abundance in their lives or whether that is helping them to scale and grow and create a, a big impact through their business or whether it's also uh, helping them to create their new platform and message with their own book. Mm -hmm. There's all these ways in which that you can um, really come into my world and I would love to really share all of my my secrets and tips and tools of, of success and, and network um, with you. Well, you know, I just met you and I have to say that I am in love. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> it was just instant kismet. I mean, it's just like, wow, I just really love the page that you're on. We're on this, you know, we, we think alike and you wrote this book really as a labor of love because you gave so generously in it. Um, and as I had mentioned before um, with you, um, that it's seldom that I find a book where they give you all the tools. They don't just leave you hanging, you know? <laughs> and so you have yeah. done that. You've, it, this is basically like a coaching session with you, thoroughly from start yeah. to finish, in terms of how yeah. women can use this book, bring it into their life, because maybe they can't afford a one-on-one -on -one session right now with you, yeah. and really begin to transform their money story in a very powerful, and uh, effective way. So it, exactly. it just really is wonderful and lovely. And um, I know we're running out of time, but real quick, what are some of the mindsets about money 
that determine our outcome that women have that stop the flow. Um, I know one of them is that, you know, we kind of have this cavalier. It's not about the money. It's about helping other people. Why do we so push that the value or importance of money away from us? I think, too, uh, one of the things is that uh, we have to understand that for for women, money is actually part of our spiritual purpose. And we're on this uh, path of of being nurturing and wanting to make a difference. And sometimes we forget that we also, what will push us to the next level has to also do with having money so that we can use it as a tool to get to that next level. So anybody who feels that, like it's not about the money, I just do this to help people. I want you to remember that even Mother Teresa said, that it takes a checkbook to change the world. Mm. And in this existence in our physical world, we do need money to help us to, to promote our mission and to promote our platform. And so if you are ever feeling that, I want you to know that you can be rich and you can be spiritual at the same time. You don't have to choose. Love it. That is so powerful and important. And I love that Mother Teresa said it takes a checkbook to change oh, yes. the world. You know? Oh, yeah. It does. <laughs> and she was, she was so smart in terms of, um, you know, uh, she was a multi-multi-millionaire because so many people would donate the money to her and she yeah. would use it for a different cause. But she's a great example of you can be rich and, and be spiritual. You know, and you're right, she managed millions and millions of dollars that came in through her to help the people of India. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And that's something that people tend to overlook and not consider, I think. So thank you for bringing that. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. This has been wonderful. Well, Mary Flora, I know we're coming to the end of the show very soon here. Uh, We just have a few more moments. Um, So you were sharing with me that when you wrote this book, it pretty much just kind of came through you. So did it come through you just kind of asking questions within yourself or it just popped in? It actually was a divine download. It was a divine download. I wanted to make sure people knew that before we left uh, the show today. Mary Flora, thank you so much for joining us. You're an incredible gift. You're a gift to the universe, and I love that the gifts of the universe are flowing through you. Everyone who's listening, thank you so much for joining us once again this week. And know that you are loved and you are truly lovable in all that you are. Take care and enjoy the rest of your week. Goodbye for now.